are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian, and I'm going to slightly edit the formatting of this text so I don't get taken by surprise by the word about. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but we've... That's for next week. For this week, we are covering the anime that aired the week of the 2nd of January to the 8th of January, 2022. That's right, we've caught up to the future. Uh, But before we go to the future, we've got to go back to the past, 1st of December, 2021, with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6, Stone Ocean Episode 5, Prisoner of Love, in which we find our heroes still in the interview visiting room, not the interview room, visiting room, covered in acid, slowly being dissolved. You think like like it'll be a boring thing if like three episodes were set in the same fucking room, but because they're all dissolving in acid, we need to get out of here in time. No, no, it's very exciting and interesting. Ah, uh, get me out of here! No, you get me off. I'm so sleepy. Ah, uh... I was for a lot of it. So yes. it puts us in a again. It's it does the dream within a dream thing again, where they do another daring escape. Um. But this time, it's Jotaro's dream? Yeah. He's yes. like saying, it's like Julian's going, Dad, you start platinum the busted door open. He's just like, okay. He's like, wait a minute. Yes. How you do you know the name of that? <laughs> I never said start platinum out loud. Mm-hmm. And as, as far as I know, those stories never, never made a newspaper. It's about killing a vampire in Egypt. So, mm. it must be still a dream. But it's all right. But yeah, it was. Yeah, she's just been. I was Jolie trying to one wake him up. She's used her last ounce of her strength to, you know, guess he was just straining to kind of waggle his head a bit. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. dad, finally you're fucking awake. Get me out of here. Get out of here. You can do this. I can't even move. Okay, I got an idea. Okay, you stand. What's it called? Stone free. Yeah, get stone free out here. Out for a minute. Okay, bring it over here. A little closer. A little closer. A little closer. What are you? Any damage to the stand is done to the user. So she Jolene is sent flying across the room and smashes it into the door, opening it. Hmm. And where he he's like, go, save yourself. It's like, okay, but that just punched me, but he didn't do it for what the purpose fuck? of saving me. And now I gotta crawl back into the acid room to try and drag his ass out as well. Yes. Well, she can't say the Gundam line anymore. Not even my own father hit me. I don't know why that went through my mind at that point. <laughs> it's been done. It's a, it's a cliche joke at this stage. It's a Jojo mm. about originality, except when we're trying to innovate and rip off uh, horror movie premises. <laughs> uh, and now they're going to make their escape. Luckily, Jotaro has a map of the prison. We've got to go well, from... He, he had planned on escaping, so that yes. makes sense. We go from here to this window here, and we run to the beach where a submarine from an organization who I'm friendly with called the Speedwagon Foundation will pick us up. Speedwagon Foundation, more like fucking like your hurt submarine rental. Because I'm fun made of submarines. Some of your submarines have been sent to these guys now. I mean, the last submarine they rented for these guys was like a full kid out submarine, yeah. and they crashed it in the in the um, God, what's the name of that sea? Into a giant face in the Red Into Sea. Into a giant face, and yeah, in the Red Sea. Um, it's just like, come on, lads. Well, he needs it needs it for his uh, marine biology. That's why he's mm. going to borrow their submarines frequently. 
like I've I've no idea what the Speedwagon Foundation does. Do they that, look for vampires or is it just like if the Joe Star family like ask for anything, we have to fucking sort them out. Like we have no we're legally obligated I to I suspect them out. that's what the uh, has been put in REO Speedwagon's will way back when. Yeah. Like like uh, the Speedwagon Foundation is just like a, a like a hedge fund for the purposes of funding the Joe Star family in their wild and bizarre adventures. Yeah. Yes. Would acquire Toys R Us and super for assets, all for the greater good of destroying vampires. Uh, and as they leave, we see a slimy hand comment on how surprising it is they were able to escape the room. Almost had them. Mm. They're going down the hallway. It's like, okay, everything looks fine. Course is clear. Let's get through this door right here. It's like, hmm. Maybe something off. Are we being followed? I don't know about this. And then. Because uh, you're getting the sense as well, like, and they're they're playing on your mind, and as, as a viewer as well, it's like are they trapped in a dream again? Uh, yeah, but yeah. They're, they're kind of saying hmm, something off about the room right now. So Things are working out for feeling. them, therefore you think it's a dream again. And yeah, and mm. yeah, Jolene's kind of looking over her shoulder. It's like is someone following us, or am I just thinking that, or yeah. is this actually happening? And yeah. there's sequences of like <laughs> repeatedly being told to hang on to this pendant. Uh, and then her dropping it, and then having to, and then she looks confused as if to wonder, like, I don't remember dropping it. How did I? I thought it was right <laughs> in my hand. Uh, and uh, yeah, the the pendant, as well as containing a piece of the arrowhead, which will give you a stand if you're lucky, uh, it also contains a homing device for the Speedwagon Foundation to find you. So the whole thing of it's like, oh, you never loved me, Dad. You were never there for me. It's like, no, I put a tracking device in that pen. Yes. I'm always looking at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, like, I, you know, it, it, it's, it's less so that this is like you know a weird dream thing. It's just sort of just that uh, Joe Tor was incredibly awkward and, and pretty yeah. cold to his own daughter. So it's just a very awkward exchange. It's like, you should be care- more careful. Oh, oh, I didn't know you were worried about me, Dad. No, you dropped drop, drop this incredibly bad pen that I told you about. Hold on to it, will you? It's like, to me, it's always, always been... My fucking stole that car last time and got got in jail and mom bailed me out. You weren't there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm guessing like again, his his life experience has made him an awful parent. Well, I mean, like his just general disposition. But he's like, so he went to jail for stealing a car as a teenager. Pfft, that's nothing. I locked myself in jail as a teenager because I had a ghost. <laughs> that's that's fine. Fucking just. I was listening up. to the radio and reading Shoot and Jump like a real criminal. <laughs> Uh, damn. Uh, but the thing seems to seem up, and it's just like, oh, what's going on? Because oh, there is someone else following us. Get down! And then like, oh, there's the guards out there. Well, it's in. Whoa! Who broke this door? What the? Well, fuck? the first guard who walks up to the door is like, nope, nothing to see here. And then the second guard is like, what are you talking about? This fucking steel gate has been bust the fuck open by a fist, apparently. This You're is right. really messed up. We ought to ring this in. Hey, call for backup. And he immediately gets shot in the head by a very well disguised um, oh, John Gallier. John Gallier. He managed to fit all that hair underneath yeah. the guard head. It's impressive. Yeah. The old, uh, you know, get all that kind of long tresses in, into the space helmet trick or whatever like that. <laughs> yeah. He says it's standard. It's a fun. Does Manhattan transfer? What? But are we in a dream? George says, fun. Got that quick. Got that quick. It pulls a flying. Got to save my daughter. Mm. Star Platinum's a world though. It's like ah, as he mentioned to Jolie before, it's like that was two stand powers. So it's just like, okay, so there's probably if that that's real, then that means that the acid thing was a separate stand. 
which means that we're dealing, we're fighting two guys at the same time here. It's like, shit, yeah. okay. And poking out of the vent, or does stuff up there to Connor Drew as he, see, looks, as he looks around as, as time is frozen. There's a guy, there's a weirdo stand looking dude crawling up on the ceiling there. So the watch two of them all along. God think fast. God think fast. They're not after dueling. They're after dueling me here all along. But she's got bullets flying at her. Gotta save my daughter because I do love her after all. Jolene, get out of the way. Time is unfrozen. And he takes the hits or manages to kind of like start patting about punch him away. Everything's mm. fine. Yes. It's like, ah, checkmate, Joe Taro. I was counting on you doing that as the uh, as white snake to stand, quivering on the ceiling. It's like, ah, uh, this gives me a little slap, a little clunk on the head there. And then the, the, the CD tray in Joe Taro said the slide's open. <laughs> and Take that some, some CDs out. I have the CD or CD ROMs that are you, and I, this is my plan all along, apparently. Um, it, what, what's the subtitle of White Snake? It's a um, Pale Snake. Pale, Pale Snake. Snake. Yes. Yes. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> um, and then uh, Jungali is going to have another go. At, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'll try and finish Jolene off. Now uh, my boss has got what they wanted. Uh, but Jolene starts playing with him uh, with her stand, accidentally shoots her dad in the process as she deflects the bullets uh, by running them along the strings and then just just seems to like do terribly cruel things to a blind man by constantly spinning him <laughs> spinning around. Him around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like he's a blind man with a gun who wants to kill you because he's realised how dangerous you are. You're the dangerous one. I should have went for you first and then your father. Um, all that yeah, pose, so. please, while I beat the shit out of you. Hmm. Yeah, uh, she wants to punch him from a certain angle because that's the most satisfying angle to punch yes. someone from. But yeah. he is wondering. And then for Joe Tower slumping against the wall, the blood is going down. As he's like seeing his his little girl, or 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 the fuck out of that dude. It's just like, yep, you're totally a Joe Star. Yes, because <laughs> the battle music has the started wheel. playing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Jungali does wonder, like, uh, why did we know, not know about this stand? We should have known that before she was in the prison. Um, hmm. I should have been informed of, like, that before the assassination that we were planning here, or the CD-ROM yeah. stealing that we were planning yeah. here. Yeah, which is white snake steal, because it's, it's quick to go around and steal people's stands and put them into other people as well. So it's like, well, well, that's not one of mine. So someone else is going around here and popping stands up. Mm. Yeah, and uh, as Jotaro is fading, he comments like, "It was only a dream, but I saw you willing to stay in the prison to defend that little boy." Uh, so I know, I know you've been raised right. And you did good Why not me? You go on a scheme, <laughs> leave me here. I, I'll I'll make my own way. And she's having none of it and drags his body to the submarine. Now, why did uh, why did she just let his body slump into the water where you know he, he can't know. move? He would surely drown. I, I, think, going, that, I, no, I think it was like he got. Why? She left him like grand, and then and because she didn't realize that the life was ebbing from him or wasn't accepting it. Like I think the tide was coming in and just slowly pulled him in while she was like, "How do you open this fucking submarine?" A really long time that submarine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's uh, well underwater. He's not breathing. He's got several holes in him, but we already noticed that. And she's like, no, father, my father has died. So she's like, mm, I better sneak back into prison and make it look like I wasn't trying to escape. And also because, uh, find the killer. Because she knows who whoever... Escaped into took... the prison, yes. not out of it. Yeah. 
whoever whoever tried to kill her father is still in the prison. So that's where you need to go. Also, she has a conversation with the little baseball boy whose backstory is his mother gave birth to him in prison and he's been hiding in the walls ever since as a baseball boy. That's that's his backstory. Um, oh, that, that bone was his mother's pelvic bone. She was melted to everything but a pelvic bone or something like that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was like, really? That's that's your backstory all covered? That's why there's a baseball boy living in... Okay, fine. Yeah, sure, sure, George. <laughs> uh, dear. But yeah, she, she resolves to... Because she thinks, well, he wasn't killed like normally, even though with all the bullet holes and being submerged underwater. It's just like, no, 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 no. The CDs. If I get the CDs back, I can surely save him. Uh, well, yeah. Well, just like, hey, look, Jotaro is... Jotaro is alive, but a cynic can't try and say the Galmata submarine is out of there. This, that's, that's it. Otherwise, why would she be here to begin with? You know, there is like actual stakes here involved in trying to, trying to rescue his his soul. Um, it's more like, you know, his, I guess his fucking memories really or anything like that. Because we, we see the, the, the first time the, the, the compact disc get taken out of the um out of his body. Uh, that We can see one is Star Platinum, but at the end of it, he kind of like, I, I have two of these, and one of them has Jotaro's picture on it. So presumably it's personality and stand or some combination thereof yeah yeah and we know joe does mid oster and stuff i mean he, he stopped his own heart to evade uh detection <laughs> this is just like a regular tuesday for him yeah but uh as john gallia is like oh wow okay we got him right okay we got him cool uh i guess um everything went well hey have have you seen my gun i can't seem to find my gun anywhere i, yep, I dropped it right here <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, you're the only one who knows what I look like. And I was like, ah, oh, it's one of those <laughs> bad guys. <laughs> the only one who can see you because you're a fucking stand. But what yeah. knows who the stand user is? Who's swimming yeah, in the he, knows, he knows his personality. Um, but, uh, so we're on. Is that the third um, I don't want to be seen by anyone, uh, Batty? We haven't judged I so think, far. yeah, something like that, yes. Mm, I don't think, want to, I'm, I'm fine with it. It's, it's a good bit. It's like, no one look at me or I'll kill you. I just want to live a quiet life. <laughs> <laughs> in prison. Uh, I do like the. I've always enjoyed the look of, of, of White Snake. I think that's like a, a good uh, kind of. It looks, it looks like, like this, like, you know, it's probably something to do with, like, you know, with the. It has these kind of like uh, leather accoutrements. It's, it's the most like Cenobite um, one mm-hmm. I think we've seen in these in a long time. And it has like, you know, it's funny that way it kind of steals kind of information from people like that. It's got all the genetic kind of like lettering, the. Uh, G A T C um all kind of in mm-hmm. sequence around it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice and nice, nice and goopy as well. I forgot how goopy it was. <laughs> yeah, if you listen to the dub, they talk about how goopy it is a lot. Um, it's not that's, that's so the, bad. He, it's the quickest way to describe him as goopy. Yeah, yeah. We kind of a crown. Uh, but then, like you know, it, it it's you know, it's it's kind of like a. It's good that Joe Tyrer is, is, is he's actually alive. Just want to say that right now. Just dispel any worries, people. If I'm watching at home, if, even though they've already, I've seen this by now, because they can't help themselves. We're just yeah. discussing ourselves amongst ourselves. Well, I now. mean, like, it'd be kind of silly to be working towards the goal of saving him if there was no chance of it. As well. Yeah, so, but it'd yeah. be it'd be pretty crap if he went out like that, you know, drowning in like a two inches of water or whatever after being shot like that. It didn't feel like very like a fitting end for a guy like him. But yeah. it's important then that we know that he's incapacitated for sure. Jolene is the hero. He's got of no this backup. Case. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's in this alone. He's in deep. <clears throat> got to punch her own way out or her own way in, as a case may be. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 
And what's the episode next week? Uh, uh, Ermi's stickers. That's it. Um, which I kind of wonder, like, yeah, it's stickers. Uh, as is that what they've? Is that the copyright dodging titling they put on her stand Kiss? Because again, Kiss is a very like common word. I'm not <laughs> sure the band has like the fucking uh, but, but, lock on that, unless, it, unless it's been like abbreviated, you know, um, it, or it, uh, it is Kiss that we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if anyone's going to fucking sue you over it, it'll, it'll yeah. probably be them. No, yeah. f- no free rides, as Gene Simmons once said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nights in stand service. Okay. <laughs> uh, smack, apparently. No, no, that's the All Star Battle localization. So it may just be called Kiss in there. Because that's the only localized name they've got on the wiki. I've seen them like they've they've changed some regular ass words to a funny thing just just for fun. Let let's see what we can mangle this into. Yeah. Even though we can hear the character say it out loud. And yeah, yeah they may just they could argue it's just the named after the the prince song. Um. <laughs> um, sure you get him. You get him on it, right? But, uh. <laughs> have have fucking kiss and prince's estate fucking fight over it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, a good episode. I mean. I would say the animation is not setting the world on fire throughout these episodes not so quite. far. No, uh, no. I think the, those first 13 episodes of part four are still the, the highlight for uh, animation for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I mean, like they do have like a, the, the good effects, like we said the last day, of the things melting effects. Like They have yeah. the visual kind of look of it down, but it's not like super... Yeah. Impressive, yeah. And when it's got to nail an iconic panel, it nails the iconic panel. This episode being the pulling the discs out of Jitaro's head. Exactly, yeah. And that, that's kind of what you want to get. You want to get those those very strong visual beats down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll it'll pick up, I think, once uh, we'll be getting just the, the crew together, getting the team together. Because uh, you know you gotta have friends on the inside. You gotta form like a gang inside. Your business. That's how you're gonna survive. And then once you have them assembled, then you can, oh, well, we can kind of send over many like uh, enemy stand users after them with weird things and put them in the situation. Then we can kind of get into like, yeah. you know, yeah. a nice rhythm of this, and then we can kind of uh, uh, get into hit their stride with it. I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we've got from this week. It is ranking of kings episode twelve, battle footsteps. Uh, which I'll have to remind myself what happened in this. Uh, first of all, we get a lengthy recap for those people who are hopping on, like those people on Crunchyroll, because it joined Crunchyroll after Christmas. I Did see. you get a weird thing where like a lot of the the, uh, the other language subs and dubs like appeared between episode eleven and episode twelve? Yes, it was a really weird. They often do that when like they just yeah. Uh, I was thinking, a new episode of Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, it's the Portuguese dub. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that always threw yeah. me off. The same with like uh, uh, Rumagun. That I was like, oh, it's, it's, out, it's out early. No, it's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I kind of wish like there was like a, a separate section for like, yeah, Portuguese dub of uh, X. Like it was in a separate thing. Um, because it's 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 kind of a confusing layout. It's it's easy enough to skip to the one you need. I, I suppose this yeah. happens when they, you know, maybe, maybe like at least. Initially, they aren't done like uh, simultaneously when it's coming out, and then they come off, and, and the backlog goes up all yeah, at once yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Uh, get a bit clogged up, alright. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Recap: that... You get new intro sequence uh, with uh, new things in there. If you to ponder, ooh, who's that dude? Who's that yes. dude? I hope he shows up soon. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
what what is what is uh, Desha and Desper's background? I suspect we're going to get that at some point. Um, mm. The king seems to be able to produce lightning from his hands. Um, mm. uh, but that's all in the future. We're here in the present now, or we're like getting back to okay. We got all these escaped convict prisoners and sort of like intermediary kings. What are they going to do? What's, what's their plan? The plan is and to immediately there, turn on each other. Yes. Yeah, even them like walking on the corridor. So like, so what did you like bring us here for? And she's like, I don't fucking care. Do what you want. And they're just like, cool. We're gonna like try and attack your boys. Yes. And oh, they were they were puppets. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we. Oh shit! You turn into a diamond, and it's like, hey, don't don't fight them, spear dude. It's cool. Let them do what the hell they want. And they're yeah. like. Maybe we should listen to her up to the point we get out of this place with all these frozen monsters. Zoku, the bandit king, has a bit of wherewithal. Look, he's, 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 he's learned his thing on the streets. He knows how to survive. He's thinking, oh, maybe we shouldn't just have a discussion in a room with all the frozen chimeras. Let's go to this. Let's, let's adjourn to the throne room and uh, go on there. They didn't get a hold to like, an empty throne. I've got to get me some of that. Because we're all kings. Yeah, does um does it like the, we get a kind of an idea of some of them? I I thought for the longest time that uh, is it Kingbow? Kingbow, yes. Kingbow, a Kingbow, great fucking name. Um, I thought for uh, the longest time he was incapable of speech and just capable of manic laughter. Um, because he just <laughs> spent so much of the early part of the episode just laughing at whatever was happening. Well, he could have been driven insane by a tragic backstory. Uh, Probably, yeah. Yes. His, his dad appears to be the, the, the king of the forest who we met and was just being insane. He's got the same mustache hmm. anyway. One of the uh, prior winners of this whole ranking of kings. Yeah, and said, yeah. boy, you, you will be a fine king one of these days. You know, have your heart full of compassion and kindness. Now, you wait right here while I go slaughter the entire castle. Yeah, I assume those were in two slightly different time frames. I assume that was like before like, get, setting off to get the treasure <laughs> and then after he's gone and got the treasure. So yeah, and we see him standing killer. outside yeah. a burning city carrying some sort of rude sword. Uh, which, if you go back to episode four, the indication, the rumor that Apis has heard is that the winners keep on picking the same treasure from the treasure hoard and uh, they either go missing or insane. Yeah. It doesn't go well for them. Um, but yeah, we only get this tragic backstory after he becomes a complete dick, so I guess we don't sympathise with him too much. Yes, uh, this is after he's being beaten up by an even bigger dick. Uh, God, what's his name? That's him. Oaken, yes. Not Shiryu, a completely different character. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's the first one to sit down in the throne, and he's like, throne for me, and then King Bo's like, get the fuck out of that, I'm, I'm going to make it my chair, and he seems to be... Kind of like initially, is he? Oh, they're gonna fight. Uh, it's like, no, he's not gonna gonna fight him. He's gonna his knees are knocking. He's like, damn, goddamn coward and pathetic. Because because I'm again, I remember he's like, you know, he goes over to the wall. It's just like, oh, is he crying? It's like, no, it's just like, you're a big brave king. You're a big brave king. You go over <laughs> and talk to him right now. Oh, like back for more. Uh, yeah, but he's like, oh, he's got magical powers. He paralyzed them. And while he's paralyzed, he's gonna like cut your wrists. And your Achilles tendons, probably, and stab you in the back loads of times. And he's going to watch you on the ground. He's going to get all his hunkers and kind of like, Ugh. as much as like a, a rigid mask can like ex- express, I guess, with the angles. It looks like he's kind of smiling from certain angles. He's just like, going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, they put the blushing in that he's really enjoying the man's <laughs> yes. pain. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, and Baku then picks the crown up and offers it to him, and he shakes his head. So Baku's like, oh, okay, right. I'll go and put the crown I'm the, on. I'm the king. I'm the king. <laughs> By now. default. Because the other guys what? left the fucking throne room because um, our Rangers got outside of one and said, "Oops, I smell me." 
uh, apparently completely breaching the walls. Okay, you, you and you, outside, we're going to deal with this. Hmm. Um, because obviously our... Um, so I was going to say the knights show up. I was like, which fucking knights? Um, <laughs> the the queen and her boys are showing up to go like, hey, we're fucking taking back the castle because Boji and the... Um, the underworld knights haven't shown up yet. Yes. Yuranki's going like, to tell you the truth, and he's kind of like, oh god, I really want to tell you what's happening, yeah. kid, but like, I'm under order. <laughs> he's like, he's dancing around you. this, you know, all yeah, some yeah. dudes, there's some bad, some bad combats, you know, they have some kind of scheme, they're going, they've infiltrated the castle, and they've taken it over. The plot might be to overthrow and take over the country. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, I, we, I we don't like know what impl- it is. Like, I did like his implying that, because it's like, hey, you might be in for a fight for your own kingdom, kid. Against me, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what about what about, uh, what about Despot? He'd be right with us, no, because we need his cunning and his wits to aid us in this in this battle. Uh, he's going to be a little, a little bit behind, though, because uh, he's, he's got to go get his horse. Otherwise, how is he, he going to get here? His mighty steed. Ah, uh, I remember. What was, what's the? I, I've forgotten the horse. Uh, is it White, White King? King? Yeah. White King. White King. Uh, yes, what's, what's, noble. Yeah, what's a guy saying? It's like, ah, yes, one fist and Australia. You got Koku, oh, you got Black King. So this is the White King. This is the opposite <laughs> number. And it's a magnificent fat pony. Well, it's gotten fat in the intervening years because no one else uh, was is allowed to mount his, his mighty No, no, back. no one else can. It's like, basically, it responds only to him. Like, it, it, yes. it, the King of Horses responds only to fucking Despa and he's like, <laughs> yes, kingly ways. And b- based on that, they, they cannot control this thing's fucking eating habits and it's just gotten really fat, which is... is that's so good. You can't yeah. take him out for exercise. He won't go anywhere. <laughs> so he just has to <laughs> But yes, the look of adoration he's got there when he sees Despot is fantastic. <laughs> if you look behind way, you can get a certain sense of yes. that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he looks it's like... Mighty Steve. It looks like... Oh, I can't remember which period of uh, arts it is, but when they used to draw yes. their horses... Yeah. Like absolutely like massive, spherical fucking yes. horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful things. Um, big horses, best horse. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I yeah, I was delighted by that. That's a good bit. I love. I Despa's like. I mean, I, I love a lot of the characters in it, but he's such a good character. Of he's like really competent, but a fucking dipshit, and everything around him kind of goes to shit because he's so stupid, <laughs> including this horse. Um, yeah, uh, you want you want like a, a fallible. Uh, yeah, character, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because you, you root for them uh, even more so because of their fallibility when they're fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. That, that's what a lot of these fantasy things get wrong. It's like, wouldn't it be great for a hero to be like, you know, this perfect, cool, cool handsome, good guy? Yeah, that's what, that's what we just want to see. <laughs> yeah, and it's specifically that his brother is paying him to come along specifically because they're going to have to deal with Oaken. Um, uh, so yeah, that was. Yeah, so we, need, we need to kind of like a, a, a cheaty kind of underhanded dude. They got our cheaty underhanded dude. Yeah, I wonder if they've got some sort of shared history. The three of them. That would be mm. my guess. Um, I imagine the others are just a bunch of criminals and wild people. They have to. Uh, they had to put in prison. Um, mm. uh, Kingbo's body is thrown over the battlements, where it is found by Bebin and the snakes, and they go. Bebin to... is like, huh, a corpse. Kind of like kicks it. It's like, all right, bury it, lads. And then he twitches. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not dead yet. Uh, 
um, yeah, so the also um, our queen has shown up at the gates, and it's kind of like, hey, what the fuck is going on here? It's like, hey, who who's in charge of this whole operation? And it's, uh, hey, it's me, Miranjo. I'm a magic mirror. I'm I'm fucking shit up. I'm gonna destroy this kingdom. How do you like that? Yeah, I suppose it's like oh, we've you know, we've seen like Miranjo in the mirror around a lot, but it's like, oh, when when have they seen it? It's mostly just been talking to Dida in his own chambers uh, for the most part. So. If it with one makes sense, oh yeah, the hitting is going. Where have I seen that magic mirror before? It seems very familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas mm-hmm. we know Bebin's been suspicious of the mirror since episode one. <laughs> so tacky, it doesn't fit with the decor of the room. It's it's nice that like we've all these different parodies like vying for different things, mostly trying to take over or retake or untake this um, kingdom, but not all of them are aware of the same information that the other ones are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're at really interesting odds with each other. And then we get new ending credits as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a storybook style. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like the, the animated paper figures. Um, yeah. yeah, like a lot of the shading looked like it was markers or something. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I just appreciate that one. Wow, it was very... like natural turn events, what do you think was going to happen when you break, break out all these dangerous like, convicts, of course they're going to just front turn on each other and smash it up. Yeah, again, the the stuff about parents rings through and it has greater resonance once you read those interviews. Uh, of like, oh yes, is it here? King Bo's another guy who appears to be messed up by his parents. His, his dad literally wandering in and ruining his fucking life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it, it was it was like it didn't shy away from that. It. it was like, like a pretty nasty Ooh. scene where like it was like a load of dead bodies. Here it was like uh, a mother and child uh, in a pool of their own blood, uh, presumably his uh, family as well. King Boys like oh, okay, <laughs> nasty. Um, you do. I don't know if we'll see the the treasure hoard in this series. You see it in the first chapter of part two. And I'm like, why are they taking the swords? There's all sorts of stuff in there. You, cool you, sword. You could take a giraffe. There's a giraffe <laughs> in the divine treasure. <laughs> well, you can get giraffes just wandering around as well, like. Uh, <laughs> you could in from the east. <laughs> I've heard tell of it. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, it definitely feels like it's turning more into an action anime at this point. Um, but I think that's a but pleasant surprise. It still surprise. keeps an amount of jokes and weirdness. Yes. Like, yeah. Even with Kingbo like sitting in the chair and then getting up and chopping the armrest off, it's like, oh, here we go. That's better. <laughs> it's still like a, a comparative demo. It's like you know, here's like a, an inch of throne you can sit upon. It's 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 not even a stool. Yeah, because he's a very tall man sitting in a child's chair, and uh, he just I think it's he chops off the armrest because he likes the man spread a bit. It's yes. Like, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm. So it's a tiny little seed, massive, massive back to it. Uh, even if this were Boss's throne, it wouldn't fit into it properly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was obviously made for the um, the current version of Boss, which is uh, which is going to be locked in the dungeons. He's not going to do anything about it because he did say, I'm going to wait and see what happens. Yes. So, yeah. uh, the biggest thing in the opening appears to show the young Miranjo playing around with uh, the young version of the uh, the devil. Mm, mm. Um, Could you explain how maybe she can speak devil? 
done. Yes, yeah. and whether it's the same one they did the deal with, um, old childhood friend, probably. That probably is definitely the reason why the villagers attacked her. Hmm. Uh, one would imagine, but I'm sure that will all play out. It felt, it felt a lot more like a um, a One Piece opening of like, okay, we're just going to show you a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's a bunch of guys yeah. to defeat. We assume at this yeah. point, 11 episodes in, you've run out and bought all the volumes of the comics. <laughs> You're all caught up. Yeah. Um, and that's why it probably did the um, <laughs> conveniently jump at the country roll as well. Like, it has that little, like, Less than five minutes. Like, here's a recap where Borgie's at. All it's right, also so. post Christmas. Um, yes. Too, yes. So, yeah. like, you know, hey, you may have you might have heard about this. Maybe you got like a subscription for Christmas uh, from Santa. <laughs> That's here's where you can just jump on now to move back on it. Then we got Dragon Quest episode sixty four, the night before the battle. More fantasy. It is. Battles. Uh, we've got Leona being a bit of a stirrer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're about to head off for a positive battle between good and evil, but as oh, I can't, they can't deny me. I loves me some gossip. Gotta get that off first, yes. you know. If, if, if I'm gonna die tomorrow, I want to have this uh, memory. <laughs> yeah, she she likes the romantic drama, and since they haven't invented uh, light novel yet, it's just like I gotta see it in real world. So when your one's like. I have to. I'm bringing this spear to my boyfriend. He's. I, I love him. He's rejected me, but I'm still going to bring him his spear. Is is that is that cool with you, man? Hands it's off, like, lady. He's mine. Like I, I call dibs, ma'am. So sorry. That's that's just the way it sure. is. Sure. Here for my regards. <laughs> How yes. do I feel about the situation? She's. I'm going to go talk to the only person left of a similar age to me, and that's uh, <laughs> that's Pop, who mm. you know. It's just that best friend, that platonic best friend who of you is almost a brother who I have a romantic feelings for. Ooh, dear, dear. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's initially taking it well, but then she brings up the whole, like, Junkle stuff, and he he's, <laughs> it does the thing of his eyes in shadow. We only see his back. is like, oh, he's not he's not happy about this. And he kind of gives her a bollocking for it. We're about to go to war, and you're talking about fucking, like, teenage love Why bullshit. Why don't you go fucking marry Junkle if you love him so much? <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's like I think the implication is probably since the characters are named Mom and Pop, um, it's just that it's like, hey, do you love someone? And she's like, mm, I don't know. I'm gonna talk to someone unrelated. It's going to be Pop. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, let's say like no, Di is there. Di is like the child. No, or all the people you know is their their Pop, their Mom, and their uncle. It's like, no, mom and pop seem to get along very well. But then it's like, young uncle, uncle come along. He's kind of, you know, been thrown to the a little bit. He's like, my mom's cool friend. <laughs> yeah, and he's very disapproving of Leona's glee at all this uh, teenage heartbreak going on. Um, but yeah, yeah, and Pop's also annoyed because basically the, he's, the, the five aspects of this spell, it's just like, okay, it's clear that it's, Mam is love because I'm in love with her. Uh, it's clear Di is what courage, bravery. Courage because he's the greatest yeah. young lad. Yeah, it's clear everyone's thing, but like I'm the fifth thing, and that one was all fucking like rubbed out, so I don't have a fucking clue what I'm supposed to be. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. As he's angsting about what a terrible dick he's been to Mom, uh, he imbues the magic item that Lon Burrock has brought. Uh, that Mom has delivered to him with magical powers as he hurls it across 
and he's been given the black rod, which is almost as good, if not equally as good, as that staff that um, Vern's got. He can convert he magic put power. Put magic into it, and it turns into physical. Love, like it turns attacks. it into physical power, and also it can like change length and do all kinds of weird. stuff. It extends. I, I got the Monkey King staff in the Oifel. Yes. <laughs> right, I was like, what's yes. this? This is a super sweet wand. You can can cast magic, and it can smash it up real good. I shouldn't have yelled at Mam like that. Oh. She's going to be oh. sore at me. Uh, Mam's got an arm guard that he, uh, your man has not explained what it does, but he said it's better on your non-dominant. Well, well, did, well did they all come with instructions? So I guess they do all come a, with a cool feature they will deploy in uh, at just the right time. Uh, I, I did like the fact that it's like, here, Dai, here's the instructions. Dai's like, hmm, could you could you read this to me, please? <laughs> <laughs> I have learned. Yeah, um, I still have. I still don't know how to read. She's um, got nunchucks. She's got yeah. no- now that wasn't made by our our darkling guy. Um, that 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 was that was made this by is my invention. This is a Bardock original. It'll cut up your enemies. It's like yeah, but it'll cut up my fucking hands when I pick it up. Like thanks, <laughs> thanks Bardock. I guess. Uh, uh, speaking of, I love that our um, our weapon smith is just going around being drunk and surly to everyone. It's like, so all you humans are going to still going to attack him. That's a fucking stupid plan. Knocks back another bottle. It's just like, no wonder all the humans are like, son of a bitch, who the fuck is this guy? It's like, why are you even helping us? If you, if you, if you think we're so shit. Ah, it's because you're so shit that I want to help you because that's much more interesting than helping out somebody like, like Burn. you know, if, if, if you put a knife into his hand, it would be the best knife in the world. Yeah, so it's like it's, it's trying to be nice. To help but the winner. I always the back the losing team. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> everything he says. It's it's such a neg. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, also, Cheer has got some badges for Metal his commandos. So that people don't think they're regular monsters. Yes. So if you see a bear wearing a tiny little badge with its, with the indication of its rank on it, don't attack that bear. Yes, but hang on a second. I've got ten badges, and there's eleven of you. Uh, <laughs> Ah, a ghost. Oh, wait, no, it's you, Master. You can do a sheet now. No, I want to be in the sheet. It's more fun this way. Ooh. Yes, he's now drawn whiskers on his sheet, so he can be Mr. Beast. He's also put a wig on the ghost. <laughs> yeah. So it's a completely different character. Oh. <laughs> that dude you saw in the Martian Arts tournament? No, 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 no. It's, there's lots of ghosts around these parts. Uh, and I do like how it, that scene ends with him. And also, I need a badge, just like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> if this badge is gone, gimme gimme. Yeah. Uh that that's sort of like uh, again, uh even something we've seen as recently in like in a Rubicon. Here it's like, no, obviously Hench, uh very wise uh fucking old master, but mm-hmm. acts like this this like kind of spoiled rotten child uh, and the rest of the time it's like, Oh, everyone else got one, I wanna have one too. <laughs> oh, uh, and then Merle makes die some what is it? What sort of food is it? She gives him. Uh, it makes him like a. Oh, it, it, it's it's like you know, close because he he can't sleep. He's too fucking hyped up. You know, he's oh. got the school tour. I mean, like the part of the battle tomorrow. A so dream like, uh, seed. Up, That's it. A dream. Do you up uh, something with the dream seeds and give you some nice sleep? Uh, mm. You're pure fact to give you a nice dream. Yeah, it's just like no dream then of uh, you know, oh, playing in the frolic in the meadows with his dearly departed mother. And he's like, oh, if only I had a regular childhood with my mammy, we'll make him a flower crowns. Then Baran approaches, and yeah, the flowers die away. But he's powerless as well. It's, it's, that's just his nature. He can't help us. But he still has love for his for his for his wife and for his son. Then it's like Kaiser was like, "Yes, I know. Oh, 
carry on as well. You know, I know this is a dream, but I feel like this is something that, you know, I've got to make real for myself. Mm-hmm. I like, did like her thing as well. Like, she can't fight, so but she can make healing herbs and stuff. And it's just like, yep, I'll just pass them out among the army tomorrow. Yeah. And then the last thing we see, uh, the uncle and crocodile on crucifixes waiting to be executed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, dear. Nothing but respect for my saviour. I mean, like they do have a like a, a a new axe for crocodile as well. So I mean, they can't kill him off before we see the new axe, right? Yeah, right? I mean, again, this, if, once again, this feels like the final arc, but I'm pretty sure it's not. How? How? <laughs> uh, this fucking show. Well, it's only frustrating in a, that regard. And in every other regard, it's very enjoyable. There's a there's a guy in the opening who notably isn't here yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the, and the real character the Ravon Fist we've seen in that, you know, who, who well, we know they're definitely there, but also does who we saw die in like previous like uh, episode, like long while ago. We thought, oh, you surely dead, Alexa, right? Stop. Sorry, Alexa's reading a Wikipedia entry to me for some reason. Sure. Crucifixion history thereof. Oh no. Um, also, the our friggin. A boy and his uh, chess pieces haven't shown up again, and we know they start beating the shit out of each other based on the intro. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to like you know, I just want to square off. Well, okay, who who get who has the most beef with Dark King Burn? We're going to have, yeah, have yeah. a tussle right here and see who gets <laughs> to punch him first. <laughs> uh, uh, all good stuff. And uh, then we've got Detective Conan one thousand and ninety. Taiko Majin Shogi Board opening move. Oh, I have the wrong episode number here. I have 1033 put in. I did oh, watch the right episode. That though. might be right. I might have the wrong number put in. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I was thinking 1090 seemed a lot high. <laughs> uh, once you get up to ridiculous things like that, it's like, you know, <laughs> what can you do with, uh, with 20 million and you can't do with 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I may. Uh, yeah, let's have a look. Uh, that might be like the concurrent number. Uh, yeah, I, yes, that that's the concurrent number, not the actual number. Yeah, one thousand thirty-three is the actual number. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> as long as I watch the one about the shogi thing. Yeah, I think it might be like ten ninety if you like include remasters and stuff. Um, right. Okay. Or yeah, like shogi like would that. definitely seem at the kind of thing that have cropped up in a Conan mystery, like. At least once before, and if not multiple times. I mean, but... like, not only has it cropped up before, but basically anyone who was involved in prior Shogi mystery shows up in this episode, as far as I can tell. Yes. Like, hey, remember <laughs> that guy? It's like, I do remember that guy. I was like, I haven't seen that one. I haven't. I, I'm glad you're catching well, me up. Yeah, don't worry. They, they, catch, they know you might not have seen it because they will catch you up on it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. I'm all, I'm all caught up on who's. Ah, uh, yes. Involved. All the Shogi murderers, you got to break them out. Like like grappling her back here. <laughs> like I, it was all fine and dandy. The episode was all like flowers and fucking candy for ages. But then as soon as it's like, hello, I'm character, and it said character name, age, occupation. I was like, oh shit. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Someone's yeah. getting fucking murdered. All right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> so what what are the kids out and about doing at the start? Uh, they are out. Going somewhere, presumably, because they're wearing their school bags and they're talking about soccer, which uh, Conan seems to know very little about, despite being a big fan of the football. Yes, he's a big fan of kicking footballs at criminals' heads. That is for sure. But he, does, he doesn't follow who's who's who. 
in terms of um, footballing stuff because they're all like they don't know that this, these this dynamic duo is called what are they called? It's not M and M, H and H, H and H. Yes. Which make I yeah. wonder if that's somehow going to play into solving the mystery. It's not going to be. It's not going to yeah, be related to it, but it like a, a yeah. double thing is going to play into. Yeah, it was like the last time where it was like the guy was uh, the kid was uh, allergic to crab or shellfish. Yes, um, but it was like it, it was about an allergy, but it wasn't about a shellfish allergy. Yeah, that kind of. Was. Yeah, then the, then he's going back to thinking about like uh, we were talking about where the mother might have worked from the last mystery. You know, the one yeah. which happened, and we ignored all those non-canon mysteries which happened between <laughs> times. Yeah, I did ignore them. I skipped to this one. Okay, good, good. I'm all cut up. Um, and he's like, "Oh well." Uh, then we we like recap. Okay, the the dead they call it brother-in-law, but it's like the adoptive. Basically, uh, Shukichi, they... who is is also known as his professional name is Taiko Majin, uh, was adopted into this big shogi playing family, and the. the yeah. The son of the family was poisoned by the black organization with the same poison that has shrunk I and Conan, but an earlier version which just straight up killed him. A better version, because it's a regular poison. <laughs> well, no, I don't <laughs> yeah. think that. I, I, I feel the like. Cyanide in his drink rather than this weird thing we passed on. <laughs> no, I feel you like. become a baby. Yeah, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what they were after, because I think. I mean, I, given, like, supposedly the head of the organization is 120 years old, I suspect. Making you younger is probably the intention, but maybe not making you a small child. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, maybe that's the thing, like, because the, the other one with the thing, she, she took it and is a slightly older child. Or maybe you, you age up naturally and then you take the thing again and you age down to a child and it's just constant recycling. I don't know. Uh, and then he's looking at his phone and when he, oh, yes, whenever he searched for Shogi, uh, a news story keeps on coming up about a guy who was fixing a shogi game and uh was found oh that was the other thing that's probably a clue yeah 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 found um... dead with the foot removed off the shogi board yeah and the 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 guy that a guy who the guy who plays shogi professionally happens to be passing by because they're like hey how come that's the term for like cheating at shogi and Conan's like, I don't know. It's like, hey, I happen to be walking by young children, and also I'm a guy, you know, so yes. it's okay for me to talk to you and not creepy at all. Um, it's because of this specific story of a guy who pretended he was bad at Shogi to make people feel better, but yes. then he had a serious match and he played really good, and everyone's like, wait, he was fucking, like, he was just letting us win? What a dick. Don't hold back, Haraka. Go for the kill. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so before... basically, it, all that, that <laughs> Cheating at Shogi or match fixing is named after that guy now. That sucks. Yes, there's because there's a specific word, and Yumi wants to know what that means, and then I explains it's when someone deliberately yeah. loses a game, like how Edagawa deliberately loses to you guys when you play video games, because <laughs> there's like two moments where she's just stirring it terribly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the other bit is when after yes after he after he wanders, wanders off, uh, his uh, girlfriend shows up. And well, sneaks up, sneaks up because she's following him because she's like, "Why is he out in street clothes, shaven? He's up to something." <laughs> Look at him; he's dressed all trendy. He's probably cheating on me. If this, I know it is, and your one again stirring shit is exactly. She's going like, "Yeah, actually, that makes a lot of sense." When like young couples move in together, like the, the kind of spark goes. So like, yeah, he's probably out fucking trying to pick up chicks. 
And she's like, I fucking knew it. Thanks, small child, for confirming my suspicions. Yeah. <laughs> Sean uh, and Conan, you, you're coming with me against your will to, to make it look like I'm not me and I'm like a mother walking her child. Um, which is, yeah, and he goes to the trendy donut shop that she said we should go to that trendy donut shop at some stage. And he's picking up donuts, but not for her. I mean, like, she thinks maybe it's for me. And then he, he, he immediately walks up to two girls and it's just like, okay, that's it. He's getting fucking bait straight away. She's not going to wait any time. Um, but it's all perfectly innocent. He's teaching these young women to be female shogi masters, I think is the way he puts it. Yes. There's a term for it. I've forgotten. Yeah, because yeah. one of them is the daughter of one of his rivals. Mm. Um. And then we get a flashback to another episode, which I think I've seen that episode. Okay. Uh, it's one where, um, God, what's her name? I can't remember the girlfriend's name. Yumi, that's it. Yumi had been kidnapped, so he had to like leave the match in order to take care of that and then come back and win after <laughs> dealing with that. I think he had to go and play another match against a disgruntled shogi player who had kidnapped Yumi, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, and the guy was really gracious about it because he's like, wait, he's been gone like a long fucking time, and it's like, no, 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 he said he'd be back, and the, the clock's still running, so we'll let him play it out. And he comes back with a killer move anyway, so yeah, it all. He, he was playing it seriously. Yes. Um, so there's yeah, two girls get their name, but their name plates appear, and they arrive at their apartment building, and uh, there's another guy whose name plate appears as well. Not good. Not good. Um, they're all there because between them, they've rented an apartment for practicing shogi. Um, seems a bit weird, but all right. Uh, and you, he's, you want, your man's girlfriend is like, hey, you're not fucking paying rent in this place as well. He's like, no, 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 no. This is their thing. I'm just here to show them the ropes and that kind of thing. Um, one of the girls, there's a, there's a few, there's many, many hints dropped here and I could not fucking make head nor tail <laughs> as usual. One of the girls has a spare key for getting in, which is like prime murder suspect. The guy was already waiting there. And um, so I was like, he might have just come downstairs. Prime murder suspect. And he's the also one who the... finds the body. Yeah. The coffee he has is cold. Uh, which one of the girls is like, oh, that's too cold for me. And the other one's like, oh, no, actually, I, I much prefer it uh, when it's not too hot. Uh, one of the girls failed to get curry bread. And I was like, is she late to getting the curry bread? Because she was doing murders. Uh, <laughs> I have to consider these things. That all excuse. It's some hot and cold thing because the the yeah. kid would give There's ice cube trays are out as well in the kitchen. Yeah, because um, one girl brought ice cream, one girl brought uh, bread, and the other guy brought coffee. So they they have a full uh, bunch of food so they can play shogi properly. So you don't know if the clue is like hot or cold food. You're not entirely sure. But it's something because, again, when the guy touches the counter one stage, he's, his hand recoils. It's like, oh, my God. Whether that was because the counter was too hot or too cold, I'm not exactly sure. But it's something. Yeah. Uh, is this the guy who was depressed? The one who gets murdered? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. He's he's been having a, a rough time of it lately. Um, but yeah, they got ahead of the apartment. His body is already. Oh no, there. he's not. No, sorry. No, this is no, this is a different guy. There's another guy who's depressed. Oh, is there too, five guys. Yes, one we haven't seen. Yet. One we haven't okay. seen. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, yeah, this is Genda Yasukio 
And there's also Kishimoto Yuhei, who's the one they mention, who we don't see yet. So there's another mm. possible guy who might have done it who we haven't met yet. It'd be weird to not introduce us to a potential murder suspect if he is the guy who did it. But um, the other thing is there is another shogi board there that's or a shogi table or whatever it's called flipped over and two legs are snapped off it. Yes. So this is like a shogi serial killer now. This it thing, is, as as yes. So, so yes, there might yeah. be two more victims before. And there's that like if one of these three guys is the is the moiterer, then there's two more fucking potential victims. So that works out. Um, yeah. And then after the credits, uh, the detectives show up and do some detectiving. Uh, mm-hmm. This time round, it is uh, Sato and Takagi are your detectives having to put up with a small child constantly interfering with a crime scene. I do appreciate them giving out to them. It's like, hey, would you stop fucking nattering about bullshit back there? It's, a man has been killed. All right. <laughs> Yes, but don't you understand? Okay. I'm a small child who loves solving crimes, and I'm a shogi player who also loves solving crimes. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. And I'm a uh, policewoman, a beat policewoman, who also loves solving crimes. I mean, like, at least that's her job. That is her job, but she likes to do detective work, <laughs> which is probably a little outside her remit. But uh, I mean, like, maybe she's hoping to go from beat cop to detective. But yeah, yeah that's uh, that's just progressing. She's traffic career. police, yeah. I believe, as was established in the, the last episode surrounding her. Probably not the best place to start when you want to become a detective, but okay, fair enough. Um, yes, uh, they're still yelling and at each other while Conan's rolling his eyes like the little shit he is. Um, the, the lady brought the bread missed the curry, so she could be the murderer. The guy whose coffee was cold, so he could be the murderer. And one had a spare key... So she could be the murderer. So I'm like, mm, it seems more, most likely to be the guy because he found the body and also it was already there. Yes. Because you could leave the apartment and just have the door locked behind you. That's easy enough to do. Yeah, and I'm going to guess he's not the daughter of the already established character because I don't think they he's ever done that in the story as far as I know. Of like hmm. having an established character and introducing a relative who instantly turns out to be a murderer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But first time for everything. Um, yeah, that's true. Maybe it's because you don't expect it to be a good one to go with. It's been uh, a thousand episodes. You've got to shook it up once in a while. Mm. Keep any marriage fresh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, oh, isn't there like a... Is this, isn't there like some sort of weird shot of they're imagining like how happy his family must be and we get like a comedy shot of like all his... His yeah, mom. he's so he's so fucking carefree. Like, obviously, the rest of his family are like all fucking dunderheads, <laughs> like him. And it's just like, no, I think it's like all his fucking family are like super serial all the time. <laughs> yes, two of them are secret agents, and one's yeah. like a teenage detective martial artist who is very serious as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it was uh, that was a funny drawing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, actually yeah, actually fallen far from the tree is an apple. Yeah, it is. But it was another thing for Conan to roll his eyes at. Um, uh, yeah, it's a good episode. Um, I'm liking how quickly we're getting canonical episodes these days. It's not too long a wait. It's not a huge gap between them. So when all the intros and outros changes, I'm just like, oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's there's fine. a new intro, and it's it's a little bit better than the last one, but it's still not great. And we got another New Year's welcome from Conan, who's being a little bit more... God, that's so weird. I don't like him like addressing the camera and talking yes. to me, the audience. It's just you, like... 
Happy New Year to you. Hey, yes. Hey, Dwayne, <laughs> I, I know you've had a tough two years. Viewer. This COVID thing is fucking bananas. But don't worry, I'm Detective Conan. We'll probably get out of this pretty soon. It's like, I don't believe you, Detective Conan, but well, I don't like the fact that you're talking to me. He's, a little, he's been a little bit more in it. He's not like saying, I'm sure we'll get out of it this year. He's like, Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully yeah. is what he says. Yeah. 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 Our way says, Hopefully we'll exit this long tunnel soon. That's it. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not putting a timeline on it, which is probably the correct thing to do. But yes, it is very weird that he introduces himself to you directly at the start of the year. But <laughs> I guess it's uh, if you spend the, your time with him every week, um, it's a nice room to, to do. It'd also, be... like, it's a thousand episodes in. It's a very, like, for things that are stable in your life, Detective Conan is one of those fucking things, at least. And he's a character who, in theory, can comment on things in the real world. It would be weird if the straw hats turned the camera and started talking about COVID. <laughs> the straw hat crew, whatever. We are like pirates who roam the seven seas. Uh, we're here to talk to you today about registering to vote. As you can see on the on the boat, we've put in like little strips that show like six foot apart increments so we can <laughs> social distance on the boat. Yeah. Ryan Pirate King, I'm going to introduce fair and equal elections, which you can participate now in your local constituency. <laughs> uh, that, that sounds more like Luffy's dad than uh, Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's not Monkey D. Luffy, get him out of here. It's that fake Luffy from, from years ago. And talking to people's parents, Lupin the Third, Part Six, Episode Thirteen, an invitation from the past, uh, in which we open with the end of the episode. Yeah, we open in action as Lupin's running through, uh, trying to catch someone, and there's a bunch of redhead women that he just keeps murdering. Jetpack <laughs> gang, from identical, identical female jetpack gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had some. From uh, done some stunts in his time, uh, so I guess he's gotten pretty good at running like full pelt up a tightrope between yeah, two yeah. between two tall buildings. As jetpack women with, I, I like the jets are on the hands. That that that's a nice take because actually the fuel cylinder seems to be on their back. Uh, well, well, you gotta be able to kind of direct yourself around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's a it's a good um it's a good look. But he just shoots the tank of one of them and knocks him into, and he's shooting the women in front of him on the tightrope. He dodges out of the way of a. A rocket launched from a building by a bunch of other redheaded women that shoots the redheaded woman in front of him on the tire roll. They got so many of them. They've got plenty of spares, clearly, so he feels maybe less guilt in taking these ones out. Also, oh, how does he get? They are far more murderous than most people Lupin comes up against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's collateral damage. <laughs> I mean, from, like, the, the rubble is falling, and there's like, a, 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 a woman in the street is like, oh my gosh, I can't get out of the way in time. And Lupin, you know, he goes to the save. Like how, but how do we get into this crazy, highly dangerous situation? Well, let's wind the clock back a couple of days. Uh, back to the married couple that is Lupin and Jigen. Yes. <laughs> so Jigen, you're getting really good at cooking, man. It's like ah, it's, I'm not even looking up recipes on the internet. I'm just that fucking good. Let's do it by intuition, you know. Fucking kids these days got too easy. I tell you. And Lupin's thing of like, uh, it's like, oh, I guess it's because you got nothing better to do. I was like, that was a personal insult to me. Is that I've taken up baking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, can't be benign. Can't be on shooting things all the time. You're gonna need something you can fall back upon. So you guys, he's gonna open and say, "There's a little cafe in in, in France somewhere." Well, at least it'll help the corporate stories. It could be like a 
I mean, they 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 hit out in French pages. That could have been their thing to go open a little little bistro. Yeah, like like Jiggins like got it really good. He's even got the little um the sausages like cut up into little octopuses, and I was like, fucking, he's gone the whole way on this. Little man. touches it's, like that, Lupin doesn't give a fuck about it. Yeah, and it's the it's the first reference to them being an old married couple in this episode, um, yes. which is fantastic. Yeah, because yeah. later on, uh, he so buys he... flowers for his wife. Yes, <laughs> someone wants to meet his wife. Uh, yeah. uh, Loop, uh, Fujiko comes to break the pair of theirs wrestling up um, and tells him to put some clo- this feels like super classic Loop and just dossing yeah, around really good. in a rented uh, accommodation uh, this time in New York City uh, Fujiko has got a auction catalogue where a load of treasure with various mythological treasures are being auctioned off from one collector and uh, seems legit. Like, that seems really suspect, though, <laughs> yes. right? That, that they'd all be from like one guy. Uh, but yes, the actual bait is a particular jewel, which is in the catalogue, which is not named or anything. It's just unknown, cool, giant red gem. Which and Lupin, yeah. that's the only one that he gets serious on. He's yes. like, Ooh. yeah. So he's got to go up. He's got to go up and kind of smoke and say, "Dude, what's up with that gem?" And well, saying, "Well, my granddad." Lupin the first, Arsene Lupin, his uh, wicked mansion to count all the loot he ever stole inside us. Like, his vault was impenetrable. And, of course, you know, world gets out, everyone would have a go at breaking into the safe of the greatest known like, gentleman's thief in the world. But none of them could do it, except for one. Mm. And this is uh, what they stole from that, from that very vault. Yes. Yep. And it's a woman, and she's supposed to be dead. It's the other piece of information we learn at this point. Mm. So they did the, the case to join, you know, on the case the auction house, and it's just like, yeah, this is going to be fun. Airtight Zenegas already there. I want, so starting this week, starting this fucking very day, everybody comes in. I don't care what their job is, who they are, what they're doing There's only one here. entrance into this place. Everyone, every other entrance is locked down. I'm going to personally fucking inspect every motherfucker that comes in. I did like the thing of uh, the, the flower girl getting inspected later. She's like, I'm just used to it at this stage. And we have this new woman who's working with Zenigawa. I I don't know if she's given a name. Has to have a female detective to do the frisk downs of the female suspects. No, but the fact that it keeps focusing on her, it seems like she's like another character. It does. Know? There's this whole sequence later on when it just goes through a whole load of women who we've not met yet as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, yeah, her pinching the cheeks of this this young one to see if it's like, is this a rubber mask? It's like, no, that's her face. Okay, it's not Lupin in disguise, but Lupin. While Zenigat is laying all this out, he's in disguise as an old man at the museum. Yes. And he's like, okay, what's my in here? And he's like, really nice flower arrangement. I'll ask one of the um one of the women showing the artworks is like, hey, uh, who does your flower arranging? They're they're fantastic. You know, I just gotta get some of that for myself when she gives him advice, which he can promptly go to a florist and get some flowers for his wife. Hello, young lady. Imagine a bouquet for my wife. You've done this. Oh, thank you very much. I just supposed to recently, you know. Oh, well, you're very well accomplished. You know, he's being a charming old, old man. And he gets set up a porch. You can go by there day after day and get another, like, another bouquet of flowers. Uh, but why is right? What are you doing? And Jigga's going, man, what's the hold up? You've been super fucking cautious about this. Uh, yeah, that's what I do this, you know, just the old fashioned way, you know. It's, it's got, my, got my blood up a little bit. Well, it's like, just you know, just try work, it, work the job slowly. Like, so by day, he's dressing up as an old man and buying flowers, and by uh, night, he's working on these nano bugs that he has, which he's then obviously releasing into the flowers on, on their delivery 
into the museum. Hmm. Uh, we see the rest of the gang working their side of it. Uh, Fujiko gets in cozy with uh, one of the police officers, his men in the barricade outside, and yes. snags some uniforms for him. Jigen's gotten in and he's like uh, rigged up the power supply to cut at just the right moment. Goemon is also here because Goemon uh, eventually arrives. We're all like, <laughs> where the fuck is Goemon? It's like, oh, he's off training. We just, we he... might need some muscle for this if things go south, I suppose. Mm. It's like, the, you bought me out all the way across the world for this. Yes, Goemon, come on, you're used to this by now. Yes, but I don't have to like it. Anyways, the night of the heist arrives. Hmm. And yes, all going well. They use the little bugs to project a hologram that the gems have already been stolen, and then they'll but go. Yeah, in. they cut the power temporarily to make it look like, oh no, Lupin's already taken all the gems. It's like, no, he hasn't. He's just trying to create a distraction so he can run in and take the gems. Yes, but as Very they're doing that, disguised as cops, getting told off by uh, the other Interpol lady. Uh, the uh, roof explodes, and a whole bunch of identically dressed redhead women drop into the room, steal everything, and uh, leg it. The, the, the comparison to like Lupin's kind of careful sort of like smoke and mirror theatrics thing, they just do the full smash and grab that. They may as well yes. give yeah. the bulldozer to the side of the wall and just bring it off with it. They basically did. Like, they're heavily armed. They're like out for fucking blood, essentially. And um, like it, I, I did like that kind of depiction of it where you're seeing like Lupin's little nanobots that he spent like so many nights like just tinkering with. Like just get squished as the building is exploded, yes. essentially. Yeah. And then a whole bunch of them get gunned down by the cops as they're gunning the cops down. And Zenny Guy mm. is stuck in the middle, hiding in the seating. Because um, mm. he sees Lupin running away, because obviously you have one guy shooting them and another guy deflecting the bullets, and that guy's running away. It's like, okay, Lupin's already here, but clearly this isn't his plan, so what the fuck is going on? Hmm. So always uh, gets back then to the chase to be first started off seeing it. Yes. But now we have more context for it because the lady about to get crushed by Momo was was uh, the was the florist, mm. and so that Lupin's like, ah, oh, can't let her, can't let her get squished. Even if I can just make, the, if I just reach up with one hand, I can grab that gem of an actor. But a gal, that's not in me. I gotta be like chivalrous and save her. He does that, mm. and then that's when the Jeopardy comes down the microphone saying, that's that's you got your two soft Lupin. That's where you're never gonna beat me. Hmm. I thought you and me were both trained by the best. I thought you'd be up to, up to you're supposed to be up to, up to self, but clearly you've gotten rusty. So I'm guessing the kind of theme they're going with, like the difference between a thief and a gentleman thief, which is what Lupin is traditionally right. and even the third sometimes. Yes, <laughs> she says, for someone who sought instruction from Tomoe, you sure are a letdown. So it's not clear. The, the, the suggestion is that she's also been trained by Tomoe, but yes, and yeah, particularly yeah. because we see the hand of presumably the silhouetted figure we saw earlier, uh, watching it go down. As we see various women watching as it goes down, lots uh, of them. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it they're like kind of watching thing. this uh, unfold on the news broadcast. I imagine because it's a big yes. fucking. Various women, yeah. various ages. Uh, I'm going to presume, like, no, did they all look like, oh, these, some of these could be, like, uh, Steve for a criminal character, some of them could be average people, or could that just be yes. their, their persona yeah. they've adopted? Are these all, like, the network of of, of thieves and spies and criminals that, that has been brought up by Tomoe? It's like, mm-hmm. Tomoe, Tomoe, Jigen says, who is the Tomoe character? Remember that person who I said was the only one to break into the vault and steal that gem? That was her. And she's also my mother. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Mammy Lupin. <laughs> yes. My so, goodness. 
As on Twitter, Monkey Punch's dream of Lupin being like Spider-Man has firmly taken hold in this episode. As he's in New York, he's swinging on, swinging, saving people, and also a tiny bit of continuity from the comics has been spun out into something much bigger. And spider, little spider robots. Yes, little spider robots. You didn't even know to make those. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, and then, interestingly, the end, new ending theme, still set in London. Yeah, the big obvious red um, phone box and that kind of thing, yeah. So the other thought I was going through is like, oh, was the Moriarty trained by Tomoe as well? Is that how that's all going to loop through? Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Together. If it's an international thing of thieves and criminals, yeah. Um, that This one was fucking class. Like, again, you have that traditional kind of Lupin opening... Um, set up of them dicking around and planning the heist, doing the heist, and then it's like no, past continuity is going to fuck everything up. It, 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 was a, it, it was a good heist planning montage there. Like yes. that point. We're in the gallery, we're in the hideout, we're in like, you know, all the side bits from the prep for us, we're backing mm-hmm. up on, you know, you've seen the whole thing, they're, they're taking like, you no know, days, maybe like, you no know, possible weeks getting this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I do wonder whether we're going to get a Lupin the second flashback and young Lupin flashback at some point in this series as well. Because mm. um, he does mention like growing up in his grandfather's mansion and that kind of yeah. thing. So, like, yeah, like a Lupin the second. Like I wonder, is, is it like the Joe Stars for skips a generation where the intermediate ones are kind of lame? <laughs> Could be, yeah. No, his dad's a big old dick in the comics. I've got the, I've got some of the volumes which have got those young Lupin stories in. Um. It'd be interesting if they bring back in um, Albert as well as the potential successor um, to the Lupin name. Yeah. Mm. If if you could have been successors, do you get some training as well? I don't know. I, 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 yeah. probably, shouldn't, I probably shouldn't assume this. I like, jump to presume that every like you know international team has been trained by this person, or maybe they have been. I don't know. <laughs> I would imagine they have because all of Lupin is canon. <laughs> Yes, I, I I mean part of me suspects is it's going to not be like uh, birth mother at all. It'll be like the mother figure. Mother figure, like yes, you, you, you were my mother as a thief. You made me the thief. Yes. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's sure. how we tie Albert in as well. Is yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously the in part five it was like one of either of them could have been Lupin the third, uh, according to that. But, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm more fine with it being not necessarily familial blood ties, but it being like a mantle yeah. to, to mm. uphold. Anyone can wear the different colored jacket. Um, yeah. yeah. Implication of this is we're going to a real fucking badass old lady thief uh, who still got the still got the skills. Mm-hmm. I'm always a fan of that kind of character type. <laughs> I mean, like, we got one of those old lady badass adventurer types like recently in this show. Yes. So, yeah. That was just the appetizer. We're getting the main <laughs> course. Uh, and that's it for this week. Uh, we'll argue about what we're going to do next week. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to debate what we're going to do. <laughs> I mean, I think of the, of the things I watched, Tribe 9 is probably the thing I would add to the docket. But there's two more things to watch this week. Uh, yeah, I've not checked I out the Richard the Third one either, but uh, I don't know. I I will probably check that out at least once. It's got an opening to make a stupid video where I replace the theme tune with Supergrass's Richard the Third. Um, 
Unless that turns uh, out to be the opening. I don't think it will be, though. So I have a look at least the first one with Mitra Sub Guardians because I hear that you know it looks really well. Um, okay. So if it looks really well, I'll, I'll I'll give it a look and see. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be the kind of story that I would uh, want to follow all the way, but maybe it could charm me. Yes, uh, and this is going to work with us. There's been there's a couple of things here. Um, we mentioned that Tokyo 24 Wars, which uh, I gave some caveats about the animation director <laughs> saying it's a, it's a doom production essentially um even more caveats that it's a double length premiere yeah. episode which not, not the only one there's something else with double length as well this week um sabakui bisco yeah i watched half of the uh the monster designing thing and it didn't raise a laugh and i watched less than half of orient and that is just uh, so bland. I'll, I'll check out some of the new things just to, just out of curiosity. But um, like I'm I was happy enough watching what we already had. Uh, yeah. I guess for the most part, I'm kind of missing the lack of uh, the lack of kind of comedy kind of shows. But it, it, like even with that ranking of kings, like it got a few laughs out of me. That was as good a place to end the podcast as the stream. No, 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 we're good. Out. Yeah, I mean, like that's not that's not the worst fucking job of it crapping out there. Right, um, so we'll be back here next week on uh, Tuesday. Goodbye. Okay, bye, bye. again.